Love Talk Radio. Oh, be there. You said 
of gospel music. We are so excited to be with you on this warm and muggy Sunday morning. Come on, give God a hand clap. I know it's a little hot, but you can still put your hands together and give God some praise in this place today because he is a mighty God. He is a, he is a wonderful God. He is a worthy God. Come on, say, Lord, the mighty, say, Lord, the mighty. When someone shouts hallelujah, okay, let me just try to keep this one. I know what the new teacher going to be. I already know. Amen. Hallelujah is a call to praise. So when you hear the term hallelujah, there ought to be some, yeah, yeah, that's thank you. There we go. There we go. I got one or two folks that call it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not the highest praise. It's a call to praise. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. Again, we thank you so much for being here. I know it's a little warm, but guess what? I can praise God in this heat. Because there's another heat somewhere else where I won't get a chance to praise him. So I'm going to give him what I got in this heat to avoid the other heat. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right. We'll talk about faith later and then have salvation. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. While you're here, if you're standing, thank you so much for those of you standing. Our scripture text today comes from the Gospel of Mark. Mark chapter 1. Mark chapter 1, just one verse. Verse 19. Mark chapter 1, verse 19. Again, Mark chapter 1, the Gospel of Mark. Mark, that's the second book in the New Testament. Mark chapter 1, verse 19. If you have it, say amen. If you still need a minute, say I need a minute. Amen, amen. Again, that's Mark chapter 1, starting at just one verse, the 19th verse. And it reads, 19th verse, yes, sir. And when he had gone a little further then, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who were in the ship, mending their nets. The word of God is already blessed. Let us pray. Father God, we welcome you into this place. Lord God, we thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. God, we ask that you would be with us throughout this service. God, let everything that we do today be pleasing to your sight. Let it be a sweet-smelling savor unto you, God. Let the praises from this place reach you where you are in the air so that you may look down at this place called Ebenezer 
and say, my, my, my service, well done on today. We pray now in the mighty name of Jesus. Every heart said amen. Amen. Oh, I know it's hot, but you can say amen. Look better than Come on, shout unto God in this place. Oh, come on. You got it in you. Come on. Come on. It's in you. It'll come out. Come on. Hallelujah. Every word of 
worthy of the praise. I said he's worthy of the praise. I'm going to ask Minister King uh, to join me down in the front as we will distribute our certificates to those who have completed successfully new members class. Yes, this, this is graduate recognition in so many ways. We'll go ahead and do these certificates, and then we'll have our church clerk. I want to say publicly, uh, Minister King did a phenomenal job with our teaching this year, these last several weeks. And he's done so well that we are going to be meeting this week to see what we can do to continue that group going forward. It's a good challenge. I ain't going to call it a problem. It's a good challenge to have because that means that your education, Christian education department is growing. I said it's growing. And we don't have to be constrained tradition. We can do things differently. We can honor tradition, and we will, with our standard Sunday school, but we've recognized and come to understand that there are other ways and other needs that people have who are new-er to the faith. 
some folk call it discipleship. And so God has put it upon our hearts to, to go further. And I think the sermon is going to talk a little about that, about going further, going further, not being satisfied with the status quo. Amen. Now, I know it's hot in here. Can't nobody be hotter than me and Minister King. So this is how we're going to get out here at a good time. Y'all need to talk back to us. Mr. King, we can't afford to cheer them up. We can't afford that our clothes won't be able to stand it. So y'all need to, that's right, y'all going to need to talk to us. So uh, we're going to call up, and I want Minister King, I'm going to call the names, I want Minister King to give them out. Julius Washington. Julius. That means you got to come down here and get this. There you go. Come down the center out. Come down the center. Well, you. There you go. There you go. There you go. Sister Belinda Guyton. Amen. Amen. Graduating from the new members class out of the remedial department, Evan Person. Come on down. Be obedient. Come on down. No, he 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 was the was he the valedictorian of the class? No. <laughs> Laughter is good for the soul. <laughs> Brother Prentice Bird. Brother Reginald Jones. Mariah person. Sister Cheryl Andrews. Sister Susan Anglin. Sister Jesse McGee. Ebenezer, as they as Sister McGee comes, let's again congratulate those who have went through new members class successfully. 
God bless you. You can return to your seats. Pastor Persons, Minister King, Reverend Grant, officers, members, guests, good morning. Here are your announcements for this. Congratulations again to our new members. Thank you to everyone who had a part in our Donuts for Dad celebration last week. And congratulations again to all of our dads and our men. Special thanks to Latanya King. That donut ball was a very special treat. Our summer sizzle will take place on Sunday, July 16th, following morning service. That's also the same day that Morning Star celebrates their anniversary and as you know they celebrate with us and we celebrate with them so on that Sunday we will begin service one hour early at 10 a.m. and morning worship on Sunday July 16th will begin at 10 a.m. also on that Sunday we will have free vaccines available for all of you who need to take that extra booster or whatever vaccine you need so again Sunday July 16th, we will have service beginning one hour earlier so that we can accommodate the summer sizzle and going to Morning Star, and we will have free vaccines available for that day. We are on course also for our vendor fair. If you would like to be a vendor, or if you know someone who would like to participate as a vendor, please see Dr. Maxine Tolliver or any member of the outreach ministry. The date for the vendor fair is Saturday, August 5th. Our yoga class is going well on Tuesdays from 10 to 11 a.m. You may still come if you have not attended already. If you have not attended and you are interested in coming, please remember that you must sign the waiver before you enter the class. You can see Brother Princess Bird, or you can sign it that Tuesday before you go into the class. Members are in encouraged to get your food handler certificate. If you plan to take part in serving food in any capacity, once we get the kitchen up and running, you must have your certificate. There will be no passes on this. This is not optional. If you plan to serve food in any capacity, you must have your food handler certificate. The cost is only $7. You get several chances to pass the examination. You have a chance to review it before you take it. And please send a copy of your certificate to the church clerk so that we will have it on file. 
thank you for your participation in our popcorn sale. Today is the last day for the paper sale. Please remember to turn in your money and your paper form to Sister Mariah or to Jakari. The online sale will be launching soon. July 2nd will be the launch for the online popcorn sale. You'll get more information from Mariah on that next week, I believe. Okay. <laughs> okay, so it will commence on July 2nd and run for four days. The, the popcorn sale. Remember that this fundraiser will benefit our scholarships and evangelism efforts. And if you are writing a check for your popcorn, please make it out to Ebenezer. There will be a leadership meeting this Saturday at 10 a.m. This meeting, as you recall, was requested by the members as a way to keep you informed. Officers, ministry leaders, and your treasurers, teachers, this meeting is for you. Other members are welcome to attend. If you are a leader or if you want to be a leader here in the church, this Saturday at 10 a.m., our leadership meeting. We will be celebrating Women's Day and Men's Day this year, Women's Day in October and Men's Day in July. Be thinking about it if you are interested in leading the efforts for that day or nominating someone else to lead the charge. We will let you know soon when we will have selections or elections for those positions. And today is Graduate Recognition Day. Amen. We will celebrate the class of 2023 later in the service today. We will call you forward at that time. Congratulations to the class of 2023. And finally, don't forget to join us for our Bible study on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. on our Zoom platform. If you have not joined us before and would like to, the code is 738-847-6097. Again, if you have not yet joined us and would like to, the Zoom code is 738-847-6097. Those are your announcements for this week. Please check to make sure that your electronic device is turned to silent. Thank you. Amen. This time, uh, please keep in mind all those announcements um, that we have going forward. We are super excited what God is doing in ministry um, at Ebenezer. At this time, we want to acknowledge all of our visitors, our guests. If you are visiting with us, would you just raise your hand so that we can acknowledge you? Praise the Lord for your presence, for your presence, for your presence. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for your presence. Ebenezer, let's stand. Let's welcome our guests and our visitors and welcome one another as we worship God and pass the peace of Christ. Amen. Yo, Nicky Bob, 
before we can continue with words, I just want to make one quick announcement. Special thanks and shout out uh, to Sister Latanya uh, Melton King or Latanya King uh, in that she championed our submission for, for our Adopt the Landmark grant part two. So that went in this past week. So we're not going to say now we're going to start praying. What we're going to say is we're going to continue to be praying. Oh, come on, y'all. Uh, yeah. Nonstop, right? And, and just so you know that the, the request this time was over, for over $1 million. Amen. Amen. And so we are praying that God will grant us favor once again as we continue the work. You all see the work that's going on, uh, uh, on the roof and on the facade and all those kinds of things. Y'all know we got a lot of work to do, and God has provided a means and a method for which we can get it done. And you look around the room, it's just a few of us right now, right? But God is still on the throne. And with God, all things are possible. Do I have any believers in the room? Because y'all looking at me, and I'm looking at you. So let's continue to be prayerful that come October when the list is out, our name will be on the list again. Amen. So let's continue in worship. Formed against me, 
It is offering time. It's offering time, church. It is that time of the service. This is another form of worship. Not worshiping us, but worshiping him. It is your opportunity that you can give back what you owe in your tithes, and you can also give in your offering. Amen? Amen. Amen. There are several ways for you to give. You can give online at EbenezerBronzeville.org. That's Ebenezer. Bronzeville.org. Just go there and then find the Give Now button on the top of the, at the top of that website. You hit the Give Now button, then it gives you the options to give. For those of you, our friends of Ebenezer, we thank you so much. We heard the announcement earlier that we have already submitted our application so that we can be ready for phase two. And let me say this real quick. Let me say this real quick. I know there's a huge plan for phase two, but the only part of phase two that Minister Dana King is concerned about. I know we got a lot of stuff we got to do, but the only part that I'm concerned about is the air. Y'all <laughs> The Bible talks about the air salvation. That's different, but I just want to talk about air. A-I-R. Y'all look here. I promise you. Okay, okay, okay. All right. I just want y'all to be ready. You need y'all to be ready. Look, that's, that's the one. You see, the, the, the chairman of the trustee board fussed about the heat because it be turned on, you know. We'll talk about that later. But with the air, when I get some control on that air, that's when you're really going to be mad. Because today, oh Lord, and this, and this ain't even real summer yet. Ah, but see, if we was in here shouting and praising, I, I wouldn't pay it no attention. Okay, see, see. Take my mind off of it. Amen. Amen. Anyway, you can give that way. You can also give via mobile or text to give 312-772-779-0146. You can also give by mail or drop your gift off right here at the birthplace of gospel music. You can give at 4501 South Vincennes Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. And last but not least, if you have Zelle or Quick Pay, you can give that way as well, 773-960-9028. Again, 773-960-9028. If you need any of that digital giving information, thank you for those of you watching online. It's on your screen. But if you're in the building and you need that giving information, just let the usher know when they walk past. They have a little card that has all that information on it. You can give to your heart's desire. Amen. And if you too feel like you need some air, just add an extra zero. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you again today. Lord God, we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for what you've already done. But God, most of all, we thank you for what you are about to do in this place. Lord God, we recognize that it's not because we've done everything right, but it's because of your grace and your mercy. So we ask now that you would bless this offering, bless both the gift and the giver, so that we may continue to do the work that you have set before us in this place. We pray now in the mighty name of Jesus. Every heart said amen, amen, amen.
thank you for your generosity. Let me say this. I need to. I need to make an appeal. I need to make an appeal. I need to make an appeal. Ebenezer, you know that part of the evangelism piece that we're doing is also inclusive of our young people. Ebenezer, I got 11 children in this building right now, and I got no one. I got no one to minister to them in children's church. Now, I ain't put nobody on blast. But I got 11. I need people who are going to be committed. You ain't got to be no preacher. You just got to have a heart. Again, I ain't putting nobody on blast. You can't be here, you sick, whatever. That, that, it is what it is. But I got 11 kids in here. Do y'all hear me? So the Lord should put it on your heart. I need somebody to say, I'm available. So you think about it, but most importantly, you pray about it. Because I feel so ill-equipped right now. I got 11 kids in here. And while I believe I'm a pretty decent preacher, if I'm listening to me at 10 or 9, 8 years old, I might go to sleep. Y'all looking at me. I hope y'all feel me. I hope y'all feel me. Because the truth of the matter is the air don't mean nothing. The building being restored don't mean nothing if we ain't got young people in this building. Uh, it's prayer time. It's prayer time. I invite you to stand if there's someone that you want to intercede on behalf of. I have many names. Uh, I just got a text. Uh, asked that we put the name Daryl Ivory. Uh, on the prayer list, friend of Everett, who is battling leukemia, and he's down in Jackson, visiting the sick, encouraging them. I want to pray for my friend, put on the list, Reverend Dr. Cynthia Wilson, who is very, very sick. Lindsey Mayfield, praying for Marguerite Jones, Doris Robinson, Deacon Chester Coleman, Lee Grant, Alfred Moore, lifting up our brother beloved, Kenneth Sexton, who 
responded to my text and just said to me, God's got us. Al and Mary Burton, Shirley Anderson, Mary Sumter, Sarah Phillips, who's in the building today, praise the Lord. Mary Alexander, Reverend James Thompson, Bernetta Pearson, Michael Jones Jr., Ernestine Rowe, Lily Turner, Myrtle Gunn, Carol Blevins, who's also in the building today, and we are indeed grateful. Sadie Turner, Leonard Talbert, Willie Windham, Brenda and Charles McLaughlin, John Lewis, Monica Purnell, Willie Mae Davis, Beverly Bogus, Marlena Jackson, who is in the building today, Maosha Spragans, Rhonda Brown, Jack Spinks, Virgiline Daniels, Lee Stevenson, Laura Conwell, Maisie Jordan, Aaron McCray, Irma Johnson Egger, Shanita Johnson, Latrice Jones, Maxine Oldsley, Marita Payton, Joseph Harris, James Simmons Jr., Jennifer Warren, Tasha McShann, Irene Brown, Sean Hardy, Linda Mayfield, Marlene Coleman, Cohen, Nikita Franklin, Randy Estes. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we realize and acknowledge that our list is lengthy. It's lengthy with many petitions and many concerns. But God, we say thank you because we know that you are God that hears our prayers. And you are God that can address every petition, every situation, and every circumstance. God, some of the people on our list are in need of healing in the name of Jesus. We lift them up to you today, oh God. Some are looking for financial breakthroughs. Some are just requesting prayer for another day's journey. God, we know that you are an awesome God and that you are God to meet us at the point of our need. So right now, oh God, we say have mercy, oh God. Have mercy upon us, O oh God, as we sojourn through this life, O oh God. We recognize, God, that there are going to be days that are going to be high, and there are going to be some days where we are low. There are going to be some days when we're down, and there are going to be some days when we're up. There's going to be some tough days. But we are grateful. We're grateful because we know that our God is able. Our God is able to heal. Our God is able to restore. Our God is able to revive. Our God is able. And we stand on your word today. We stand on your word that reminds us that you have said that you will walk with us every step of the way, that you will never leave us nor forsake us, no matter what we are going through. You are a very present help in the time of peace. So we're calling on you right now, God. 
We're calling on you on behalf of these answers. We have listened to the vaulted ceilings. We're calling on you right now, oh God, in this moment, in this instance, God, to have your way. Have your way in this church. God, you know what we're trying to do. You know the direction. But you, it was you who gave it to us, oh God, where we're the, the way in which we are traveling. God, we ask that you continue to open doors for us. We say thank you for the doors you've already opened. Thank you for the way you've already made. Thank you for the hills you've gotten us over. Thank you, God, for all that you're doing in this place. Now, God, we ask that as we go forward in this service, we ask, God, that your presence will be felt by everyone who is here. We lift now this prayer upon the wings of the afternoon and place it before thy feet. So the all-wise God, and for his sake we pray, and all of God's people said, Amen. He may be seated in his presence. I know y'all like li listening to Jeffrey Burris, but I'm going to go ahead and preach. I like listening to him too. too. He'll come back again, but I'm going to go ahead and preach. Because Minister King is right. I'm going to post that somewhere. A-I-R. Today is Graduate Recognition Sunday. We thank God for all the accomplishments of those who have went up another level, another step in their academic careers. It is our hope, though, that this word will help us to put in context the role that God has in our development and in our successes. In Mark 1, and 19, the word says, and when he had gone a little further thence, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who also were in the ship mending their nets. I want to talk just for a few minutes from the subject, preparing for your future. Preparing for your future. The circumstances that men and women are compelled to face in life are always just up ahead, hidden behind the darkness of the future. The only way we have to project or to anticipate what lies ahead in our lives is to use our past to analyze the possibilities. What has been is very often an indication of what will be. The events of previous years almost certainly lay the groundwork for future years. 
Today is often just a remake of yesterday, and tomorrow is a reflection of today. Our natural life runs in cycles, always repeating itself, or perhaps you've heard it referred to this way, what goes around comes around. Those things that have happened this year or even this decade are likely to occur again and again as the cycle of time moves forward. A person who allows themselves to be caught in the clutches of last year's failures will find themselves in the same plight tomorrow if he does nothing to prepare for the crises of the future. We live each today in the clutches of yesterday's disappointment. The future is just around the bend, and some of us are facing it carrying the baggage of poor education or, or low family income or rise in being single-parent families or racial oppressions, unfair employment practices, inner-city blight addictions, and the list goes on and on. We're standing at our crossroads looking into the future and wondering how we'll take the narrow road so critical to our future with so much baggage. In our text today, Jesus had just called Simon Peter and Andrew to higher duty. He took two fishermen from their nets in the Generoset Lake and set them to the task of catching men and women. Picture this, Jesus is lifting them from the scent and the scene of smelly boats, rusty hooks, tangled lines, and muddy waters. When he came upon uh, Peter and Andrew, they were busy casting their nets in the early morning sun, fulfilling the duties of a typical fisherman. Any fisherman in the room, you know you catch fish early in the morning. There's always in life, a proper starting point in every act of life. We have morning chores as well as evening chores. We can't do the evening chores in the morning or the morning chores in the evening or we would be out of harmony with the rest of the world. So when Jesus continued on his journey along the coastline, what a stark contrast the scripture paints of the next two fishermen he meets. The scripture says that when he had gone a little further since, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John in the ship mending their nets. What a glaring contrast. What a rapid change of scenery in such a small space of time. You have Peter and Andrew, James and John. And they were all partners in the fishing business. They fished the same lake in the same vicinity. But on that early morning when Jesus came along, one group was busy fishing. 
while the other group was merely trying to get ready to fish. One group had kept their fishing tackle in good order while the other group had allowed their nets to become tangled and torn. No doubt when Peter and Andrew came in from the lake that night before, they took the time to mend their nets and prepare for the next day's journey. They didn't leave the lake until preparation had been made for the next day's early morning launch. But James and John had a different approach. They tossed their nets aside each night before heading home. They were anxious to end the day's work and gave little thought to preparation for the next day's journey. So this particular morning, they arrived and realized that all of their nets were torn. James and John had nothing with which to fish. Their nets had become tattered and torn one by one. Let me tell you something, Ebenezer, being prepared is an essential part of life. It is important, uh, uh, Akil, to be prepared for any situation that may arise in life. The act of being prepared has enabled people to both lessen the impact of misfortune and provide themselves with a basis of reaching a higher level. The circumstances of your today are not sudden. They're gradual. When you finally come to yourself, you realize that you lost yourself somewhere at the crossroads. You see, men and women do not lose their dreams overnight. Hope slips away gradually, and you find yourself facing an uncertain future with tattered necks. James and John are far too typical. Neglect of their duties days before gradually caused their working tools to go out of commission. It was a beautiful morning, calm winds, pleasant waters beckoning them to launch out into the deep schools of fish were waiting to be caught. But instead, Jesus finding them fishing. But instead of Jesus finding them fishing, they were in the boat repairing the nets. You see, beloved, and those who are graduates, if you want to move forward, prepared for tomorrow, you must keep your tools in good working order. The deer keeps his nimble legs in shape to dash from the hunter's gun. The eagle keeps his pinions well-groomed for the morning flight at daybreak. And if you are to be prepared for the crisis and opportunities of tomorrow, if you will catch fish from the great sea of opportunity, you must be ready to cast your nets when the morning comes. Many a person has missed his opportunity for a lack of preparation. We can miss our college education because we do not take the opportunity seriously. We can miss a promotion because we do not take the supervisor seriously. We can miss buying a home because we do not take our debt seriously. We can miss keeping our relationships in order 
if we do not uh, take our vows seriously, we miss the best that Jesus has for us when we fail to keep our nets in good working order. Jesus found Peter and Andrew casting. They were busy at their work. They started on time. I said they started on time. They started on time. Because they kept their nets in order. Some of y'all get that on the way home. As the dawn slipped above the horizon and streaked across the hills, Peter and Andrew moved offshore to drop their nets for the early morning catch. Beloved, great lessons can be learned from these two men. They exemplify that old Boy Scout model of being prepared. And this lesson is calling uh, to each of us this morning, challenging us to apply it in our own lives. We as a people must outgrow the label of never being ready. Never being ready when opportunity strikes. We must rise to a new level of maturity. All along the coastline of this economy, people from all walks of life are busy casting their nets, catching new opportunities that will improve their lives, while many of us sit in the boat of idleness, pretending to be mending our nets. We're licking the wounds of yesterday while Jesus is walking on the brink of tomorrow saying, come. There's an old African proverb that says, every morning, every morning in Africa, an antelope wakes up. It knows it must outrun the fastest lion or it will be killed. Every morning in Africa, a lion wakes up. It knows it must run faster than the slowest antelope, or it will starve. Ebenezer, it doesn't matter whether you're the lion or the antelope. When the sun comes up, you better be running. You better be running. Time and opportunity are perfect. The morning is clear with possibilities. The breeze of common sense is blowing on your back. And the seas of hope are filled with opportunity. Yet we find ourselves with torn nets of ambition and tattered nets of self-reliance. We seldom think about the crisis coming just over the horizon when things are going well, we make little preparation. Our economic nets are so badly snagged and, and torn, they cannot hold a catch. We play too much today to bother with mending in preparation for tomorrow. But if we're going to meet the challenge, we must make a change in our daily living. We must get our priorities in order. You see, you are 
what you aspire to be and not what you now are. You are what you do with your mind and you are what you do with your youth. You see, our lives should be a mirror reflection of the Christ whom we represent. We must be prepared to meet whatever life throws our way. Cannot afford to be caught off guard when Christ commands us to cast our nets. Though John and James were slack in their duties, they had seen the errors of their ways and have paused to mend their nets. It's time, Ebenezer, to atone for past mistakes and take time to mend our economic, our moral, and our spiritual nets. It's time, it's way past time to sew up of the holes of careless living and replace them with careful planning. It's time to sew up the holes of I can't attitudes and replace them that I must attitude. It's time to sew up the holes of instability with perseverance, the holes of broken promises with loyalty, the holes of godless living with moral living. Yes, it's time for us to bind up our necks and make preparation for our future. Now, while your seas are calm and the sun is shining, because the truth of the matter is the night will come when no one can work. And so to all of those who are part of the class of 2023, remember this. When you train your mind, also train your heart. When you increase your knowledge, increase your faith. We are not here to play, to dream, to drift. We have hard work to do and loads to lift. So shun not the struggle. It's God's gift. And remember this. Remember where you stand. Remember that you stand with Christ. Remember, it's not your education. It's not about the promotion. It's not about the influence. But on Christ, the solid rock is where you'll stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Remember when you're away from your parents who you stand for. Remember who you represent. Get all you can do. I remember the words from Reverend Sims even now who told me when he said, I'm not going to ordain you till you go to seminary. Get all of you, of all that you can. But remember whose you are and who you represent. Be the smartest person in the school, but also be the most faithful one, too. 
It's on Christ we stand. All other ground is sinking sand. The word of God for the people of God and all of God's people said, Amen. At this time, we're going to open the doors of the church. Perhaps there's someone here that would like to give their life to the Lord. Perhaps there's someone here that wants to have a better future, a better future as it relates to their faith, a better future as it relates to their relationship with Jesus Christ. Is there one today? Is there one today? As we extend the invitation, we ask the membership to be praying, to be praying that someone will come down those aisles, that someone will recognize that this is a place and space where they need to work out their soul salvation. The doors of the church are open. First lady to join us. Education has always been her hallmark, something that's been very, very important to her. 
So much so that in 2003, when we relocated to Chicagoland area, I, I, she couldn't leave because the kids were in school, so she gave me the assignment of go finding a house. And her guidance was make sure it's in a good school district, right? So I go look for a house, and we stumbled upon Olympia Fields. And so I said, okay, Olympia Fields, Homewood Flossboard is right down the way. So we was excited about the house, bought the house, come to find out I, our house wasn't in Homewood Flossmoor district. And I'm not gonna throw shade on the school district or the high school that was there, but she said to me, my kids ain't going to that school. And thus, the beginning of Catholic school education. Now, what y'all missing is, my tax bill was high. I'm paying for a school district that my kids not even in. And paying for Catholic school education. But that was a lesson to me how important education was to her. And to God be the glory, my kids are smarter than me, so praise the Lord. So this time we want to celebrate the accomplishments. We want to celebrate the accomplishments because we recognize that getting to the end of grammar school, high school, college, grad school, it ain't easy. I want to ask Mariah person to come up here. I know that there are certain people who are going off to college or who have finished college. And if she allows me, I'm going to tell your story. Because I'm your pastor, you can't tell me no. Mariah and I hope this encourages some young person. Mariah has always talked about going to law school. She always, when she was an undergrad, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be an entertainment lawyer. I'm like, okay, whatever. You want to do it. Oh, go on, do anything. And so she pursued it after she graduated. And she had... You know, when you want to be a lawyer, you got to take the L thing. That's the legal thing, right? She took it first couple of times, first time, whatever. Didn't get the score that she wanted. Dream delayed. There were some times when she took it. I don't know how many times she took it. She took it four times. I didn't put that out. She did. She took it four times. Because she didn't have the score that she wanted to get into school where she wanted. During that journey, she almost gave up. She came to me, I remember, and now she talked to a whole lot of family members and was ready to throw in the towel. Giving up all her dreams. 
I wouldn't hear it whenever she talked to me. I said, I don't care what you got to do. You keep, you get in that book. You can do what you got to do so that you can realize your dream. Two weeks ago, she got notice that she is enrolled in law school at the University of Illinois at Chicago. So this is to any young whatever dreams you have, don't give up on your dreams. If God has ordained it, if God has ordained it, it will come to pass. Because you gotta remember your time ain't God's time. I think I'm preaching to myself. Your time ain't God's time. So I just want to say that. Don't give up on your dreams. I don't care if you're 103 years old. If you got a dream, trust God to bring it to fruition. Amen. We're going to begin with our eighth graders in alphabetical order. So if, if you are an eighth grade graduate, please come forward. If your graduate is not here and you are accepting for them, please come forward. Our first graduate, Terrence Blevins, Jr who graduated from Crete Moni Middle School and is going to Crete Moni High School. Terrence is the son of Kathleen and Terrence Blevins Sr. and the grandson of Terrell and Jose Blevins. Araya Bloodson. Araya graduated from Chicago Heights Middle School. She is undecided regarding her high school. She is the granddaughter of Deborah Bloodson. Jaden Alexander Bonner, who graduated from University of Chicago Charter School Woodlawn Campus and will be attending Whitney Young High School. He is the grandson of Monica John Bonner. Herschel Carter Woods graduated from National Teachers Academy with commendations for wrestling and football. He is planning to attend Curie High School. He is the grandnephew of your humble servant. Antonio Jaco. Antonio graduated from Ariel Community Academy and will be attending Simeon Career Academy. The son of Shashan Smith, he is the grandson of Shabanda Hackett. Congratulations, Antonio. 
Kyler Azore Jenkins graduated from Hillside Elementary School and will be attending Christ the King <laughs> Jesuit College Preparatory High School. She is the great granddaughter of Sarah and King Philip. Minister King gonna be looking out for him, so that's wonderful. He's a hard ass man. Kevion Ross, who graduated from Drake Elementary School, he will be going to Urban Prep High School. He is the grandson of Zena Harris. Right, we will commence with our high school graduates, Imari Bludson, who graduated from Plainfield East High School. He is the grandson of Deborah Bludson. Johnny Clanton. AJ graduated from South Shore High School. From Whitney Young High School. AJ will attend UIC. AJ is the son of Angela Moore Clanton and the grandson of Sylvia Moore. Congratulations, AJ. Emmanuel Dumas graduated from Martin Luther King Jr. High School and will attend Southside Occupational Academy. Emmanuel is the son of Natalie Dumas. Akil Hayes graduated from Limbloom Math and Science Academy. He will attend Florida A&M University. Akil is the son of LaShawn and Everett New Church and the grandson of Wilmington Church. <laughs> Owen Hill. Owen graduated from Burke High School in Omaha, Nebraska and will pursue an apprenticeship in welding and electrical. He is the grandson of Charlene Hodges. James Williams, graduated from Pathways in Education. He plans to take off a year. James is the, son, the grandson of Marlena Jackson. Ebenezer, I will have you know that for our college graduates in advanced degrees, it's all girl power. 
is all girl power. Beginning with Jaden Blackman, who graduated magna cum laude from Texas Southern University. She plans to work as a respiratory therapist. She is the granddaughter of Ramona Garrett. Amaya Crockram graduated from Clark University with a master's in science in public administration with a concentration in nonprofit leadership and management. She is the granddaughter of Sarah and King Billup. Kennedy Rose Person graduated magnum cum laude with her Bachelor of Science in Business Management. She will complete a summer internship in Washington, D.C. at the Thurgood Marshall College Fund and will enter graduate school in 2024 to pursue her MBA. Kennedy, of course, is the daughter of Pastor and Dr. Pamela Persons and the granddaughter of Wilma Newchurch. Regina Sykes received her master's in clinical health counseling from National Lewis University. Kennedy Yvette Tannehill received her Bachelor of Science from IUPUI, Indiana University, Purdue University in Indiana, and was also on the Dean's List. Kennedy is the granddaughter of Dorothy Gibson. Jada Simone Tolliver received her doctorate in occupational therapy from Western Michigan University. Jada is the granddaughter of Dr. Maxine Tolliver. We have one more honorable mention for Sister Deborah Bloodson who completed her Certificate of Completion in Pulmonary Rehabilitation at Stroger Hospital. Ebenezer, that is your class of 2020. Let's give them a hand. Let's give them a hand. To God be the glory. Again, we want to encourage you, go as far as you can go. And that text is saying that Jesus went a little further. And we're encouraging you to go further. But always remember where you stand. And also make certain that you are contributing to kingdom building in your houses of worship. Amen. Let's stand to our feet.
And now unto him who's able to keep you from falling, to him who's able to present you before his father with exceedingly great joy. To the all-wise God be dominion and power, honor and glory, now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace to serve the Lord. that need to turn in their popcorn uh, forms and money, you can go right out into the lobby and Jakari and Mariah should be there. I want to welcome you back to life. Back to the one that got 
can make your next chapter your best chapter. Hallelujah. How can it be that you love the most unlovable? What a man of me. How could you be? Your life was the only gift I'll ever need to be free. It's amazing.
I want you to be happy. Then you gotta have something to have spirit. I want you to have joy. Cause can't nobody take that from you. <laughs> I see you. Smile. Y'all want some more? Y'all want some more of that?
question mark This is for the outcast of lost control No one knows Sing it for the can't go back Sing it for the broken parts Sing it for the just found out Life is now upside down If you're looking for hope tonight, raise your hand If you've been alone and don't understand If you've got somebody in life that's bad We're gonna make it through this hand in hand And if we fall, we will fall together Together
my future. You are. Sin is not my story. You are. You are. Heartbreak's not my home. You are. You are. Death is not the end. You are. You are. Fear is not my future. Jesus. <laughs> 
Everybody, come get your bounce on. Get your bounce on. Get your bounce on. Don't be cute with it. You gotta get. Come on. Fifth one. Fourth one. Come on. Sing it.
Wait, 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 wait. You do that, you cheat. 